One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's hard to describe him because he's just such a great guy, he's just such a great human. Brandon Scoop B Robinson. How are you doing, bud? Man, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. Other than this Lakers drama that just seems to keep playing itself out each and every day. I wake up and I feel like every day I wake up, I'm going to see something worse and worse with this Lakers team and this Lakers issue that's going on with the front office. Um, I want to start off with that, basically. What what are the Lakers, like, what are they doing? Like, is there any, do you have any idea, like, what's go, actually going on right now with the, with the whole front <laughs> yeah. office? Well, all of you paying attention to my tweet exchange of between course. Jesse McIntyre, uh, <laughs> it got a lot more interesting. Um, I just wrote an article, which you can find on um, heavy.com, uh, where I'm a contributor to. Uh, Jason McIntyre just tweeted at me and said, uh, Ben Simmons to the Lakers for Kuzma and Lonzo. Who says no? I just saw that. I did actually just see that right now. <laughs> and I oh. just about it. I had actually McIntyre on the Scoopy Radio podcast uh, earlier in the year. And he's a good guy. And uh, definitely get us some clicks today. But at the same time, um, you know, I can share with you that, you know, there was talk about the. I don't necessarily put out everything on Twitter because sometimes you got to flesh out what's what. Um, right. What I can share with you is this. Um, last week, Stephen A. Smith was on television and was discussing how the brain trust suggested to Jeannie Buss um, that they trade LeBron. James. And um, basically, um, I went out and said that Stephen A. Smith is not lying. Um, I got a call after the NBA trading deadline that suggested that uh, the Denver Nuggets were interested in LeBron James. Um, And obviously the Lakers didn't do it, but um, there was interest there. Um, And I can share with you that, you know, the Nuggets were definitely shoppers at the trading deadline uh, because they were looking into uh, Anthony Davis uh, as well. So there were there were definitely conversations that the Nuggets were happening between the New Orleans Pelicans and the Los Angeles Lakers, and uh, yeah, that's 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 what I have uh, retroactively. What's going on currently? Um, it, it's a mess. Um, I am just coming off of the whole situation with uh, Jason Kidd, as you saw. I was adamant about uh, Jason right. Kidd and the Los Angeles Lakers since November. Uh, they had interest in each other, and uh, going back to you know my tweet discussing that if Luke Walton was fired. The Lakers would uh, look into Jason Kidd. He ultimately became the assistant coach with Frank Vogel uh, becoming the head coach. But 
Uh, I, I spoke with someone today who is very close with Frank Vogel, who thinks that Frank Vogel will do a better, more, a, a much better job than people think he will do. And um, you know, the person who shared that information is anonymous. I'm protecting my source in this instance for some for some very important reasons. But of course, what I will share with you is um, that you know Frank Vogel wants to be there. He likes the situation he's in, and Jason Kidd is preparing his image in the eyes of certain people as well. So it's an interesting situation that the Lakers have, and they still don't have a president of basketball operations. No, they do not. And uh, I, I I, have no idea, like, if they're planning to. I keep hearing that um, Kurt Rambis and Linda Rambis are pretty much, seems like they're set into that as being, I, I won't say the shadow uh, PBO, but, like, basically being the guy that's there until they figure out something. But at this point, it seems, I mean, I don't know what you're hearing, but it seems like they, they basically are going to run with this. Is there any, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, well, I will tell you that as far as the, the PBO goes, uh, I was reporting last month that the names that I, that were surfacing amongst the, the Lakers brain trust were anybody from Jerry West to um, Bob Myers with the Golden State Warriors, all the way to Daryl Morey. And you kind of see all the things that are going on in Houston right now. People laughed at me when I said it, but it, what, what, but what else is new this season? Um, right. But <laughs> things can change rapidly, as you saw the Houston Rockets succumb to right. the Golden State Warriors in the second round of the playoffs. And, uh, um, you know, just uh, things are a, a teeter-tottering situation right now. So um, I, I remember hearing... Um, Someone saying on Fox Sports One that there is somebody within a, with a team um, that is acting as a ghost president of basketball operations for the Lakers, and it's a team that's currently in the playoffs. And at the time, the Rockets were in the playoffs. The Warriors were in the playoffs. The Rockets are not anymore, as well as the Clippers. The Rockets, the Clippers, and the, and the Warriors were in the playoffs. So now it's down to four. I don't think there's anyone within the the, the Portland Trailblazers organization that are trying to run anything um, or the Raptors, or I don't think, but you know, I do know that um, that would be a step up for Bob Myers. That would be an interesting situation, intriguing situation for Jerry West. I don't know if he wants that uh, aggravation or stress. Um, and you know, you also look at Ujiri over with the Toronto Raptors. What's going to happen next with him? You know, there's been rumors that Kawhi Leonard will ultimately join the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't have intel on that, but you wonder just from a from a fan's perspective in this instance, would Ujiri and and uh, Kawhi Leonard be a, a package deal in this situation? So there's a lot to to kind of flesh out, digest, and consider. But um, I don't have a clear cut person on who the president of basketball, a potential president of basketball operations could be. But the Jason Kidd situation, I I, I was very keen on uh, because of a source close to uh, Jason Kidd who was sharing information with me. Yes, sir. You 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 nailed that, Jason Kidd. I I I was talking to Mike about it. I was like, it seems like Jason Quid, Kidd Quid Jason Kidd's going to be involved in this in some way. And he's like, no, man, they're not going to do it. I was like, he's going to be. He may not be the head coach, but I think he's going to be there somewhere. And lo and behold, here we are. And now he's the assistant coach. So I guess we go from there. Be the coach in a year. <laughs> but uh, you say? Uh, what'd you say, Mike? I said he's going to be the coach in a year. No, no, stop. Um, he keeps saying that Jason Kidd's going to be that coach in a year. And I, I know, I know you, I know you've been saying some of the same things, but I, I don't know that I, I can I'm see it. I'm shutting the hell up right now. I, I'm going to bask in the fact that I was right about Jason Kidd. And I'll just hey. say that, um, I, 
eh, yeah, I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> hey, 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 nothing wrong with that. Um, so the NBA playoffs have been kind of crazy so far. We've seen Dame Lillard hit his game winner to beat the uh, Thunder. Then we saw the other day Kawhi Leonard's amazing shot to beat the Sixers. Um, but now going forward, it looks like Ke- I'm, uh, Kevin Durant won't be there for the first two games at least potentially possibly longer there's rumors going around swirling everywhere that he may not play again in the playoffs which I'm not sure whether that's true or not but my thought my question to you is what do you think about this whole KD situation and do you think it'll affect the Warriors do you think that it gives the Blazers a good shot to win or do you think that the Warriors could should probably handle him anyway I mean I think when you when you look at the Warriors I mean they they were able to handle uh, themselves against Houston in one game without uh, the goals, or to handle Houston without Kevin Durant in, in game in that game in the last game that they end up winning. And I think um, I think Kevin Durant is a luxury; he's not a necessity. Yeah, yeah, that 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 that's what Mike's been saying, and I, I've been trying to tell him that. I mean, go ahead, go ahead. But I also do think. Um, Clay Thompson has the most stress-free job in the world if other people mess up. And, and Draymond is the bully. Like, everybody knows their role. But here's the thing. Kevin Durant wasn't a necessity in 2017 when they played at the Warriors. Or he wasn't a luxury when they played the Cleveland Cavaliers. So let me start from the beginning. In 2017 in the NBA Finals, Kevin Durant was not a luxury. He was a necessity. Um, I think... Then when you look back in 2016, when the Cavs ended up beating the Warriors, if Kevin Durant was on that team, the Warriors would have won, and there were some other factors there. But in 2017, Kevin Durant outright helped and carried that team in the finals. Last year, same thing. Now it's a different situation because there's just so much stuff that's been going on behind the scenes uh, as it relates to who's going where. It reminds me so much of 98 with the Bulls when it was coming to an end, except, you know, it, it was an issue with both ownership and leadership. Um, I think in this situation with Kevin Durant, in my personal opinion, and just the different people that I've spoken with, I'm not ready to kind of divulge that information. But what I will say is I don't believe that it was a cap strain. I think it was something else. Um, and I think that it is a good PR move uh, for Kevin Durant, in this instance, to play it that way because, in the words of DJ Khaled, he's trying to get that bag this summer. And yeah. um, I think that uh, hopefully everything checks out for him. Uh, but I, I, I also do hope that um, somebody like DeMarcus Cousins does get more playing time. It's like you've prepared yourself to get to this point with all this personnel. Um, who would have thought that the Warriors would be as beat up as they are? No, yeah, I don't think anyone saw um, Kevin Durant getting hurt this this late into the playoffs, let alone at all. And then on top of that, Cousins' injury that happened a little bit earlier. So yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy what's going on right now with the Warriors. Yep. Uh, yep. Um, so I'm I'm gonna switch gears a little bit and start talking about other teams not named the Lakers and the Warriors. Uh, what are you hearing uh, on all this this Clippers, Kawhi to the Clippers? I know you don't necessarily, you know, know probably right now where he might be going, but like, what do you? What's your take on him potentially signing with the Clippers instead of the Lakers? 
Um, I take it back a little bit a couple months ago. I had Rick Buecher on the Scoopy Radio podcast, uh, who, you know, has been very adamant about who's going where. Um, and he told me that he felt that if, uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard did not, or even if Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors won the NBA Finals this year, that he would, that Leonard would still go elsewhere. And then he hit a big shot <laughs> Sunday night against the, the Philadelphia 76ers. So you kind of sit back and you're like, yo, is this really what's going to happen? And, and, and you know, it, it, it's funny because like somebody asked me something about Kawhi Leonard was basically saying Kawhi was like the best in the league or the second best ahead of Kevin Durant. And I think you saw my list I put on Twitter. Of I did. Where I, I did. was where. But I'm still conflicted by it for some reasons. Like, how can Giannis be the potential MVP this season, but he's not in the top five? Like, I guess these are good problems to have. But right. at the same time, like, when you look at Kawhi Leonard and his situation to stay on task, I mean, this was a guy last year that, you know, wasn't playing. Everybody looked at him like he's, he's, like he's trash. Like, in the sense of, like, you don't play within a Popovich system, so, you know, you, you don't listen or you're not listening to authority. And I feel like that, that maybe is, is the case in a college system. And, but I think in the NBA, that, that way of thinking is a bit antiquated. Um, right. And so, you know, when, when you look at Kawhi Leonard and his body of work, I mean, the, the Toronto Raptors are built around him the same way many people think that the Los Angeles Clippers would be built around him. Right. You know, I think the only difference between um, the Clippers and the Raptors is probably the, the 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 Clippers play more of a bully style, and they're and they're 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 a bunch of core guys that their best player comes off the bench in Lou Williams. Right. But then you know you got other guys on that team that could really really like I really feel like that Clippers team could really salvage. Um, that team could really salvage um, Kawhi Leonard's health and his and his and like he doesn't have to put as much wear and tear on his body. But he's not right. going through a battle with them. And the only point of reference I have is anything Kawhi Leonard has done as an NBA champion with the San Antonio Spurs and what he's trying to do in Toronto right now with the Raptors. But that team has an arduous task to hand in the Eastern Conference Finals, going toe to toe with Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, and the Mike Budenholzer led or coached uh, Milwaukee Bucks. So. To answer your question about the Clippers, I don't know. Um, you've heard different things throughout the course of the season where, you know, um, you know, I've heard during the season that, you know, Jimmy Butler and, and Kawhi Leonard wanted to team up in Los Angeles and, and, and play, you know, with, with, with the Clippers and, 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 and do some damage there. And, you know, things have changed from both of their perspectives. Nobody thought the Sixers would maybe as go as deep as they did in, play, in the playoffs. And, you know, everybody expected the Raptors to do as well as they did. Um, but then, you know, I've, I've heard situations with the Jimmy Butler situation where, you know, Tobias Harris could find his way as a member of the Brooklyn Nets, a guy from Long Island, from Suffolk County. And, you know, could, you know, if Jimmy, but Chris Broussard said on the Scoopy Radio podcast, if the Sixers offer Jimmy Butler $190 million, um, he's taking it. <laughs> right. So, you know, there's just so many combinations and, and different. I don't want to put anything on the line right now as far as they're concerned, but I'll also add. You know, this is the same Jimmy Butler, for an example, where everybody just assumed, you know, that he and 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 um and and Kyrie Irving were going to be teammates with the Clippers, and people just assumed that they were as close as they were. And I can tell you that they're not as close as Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are. I know that for a fact. So it's just one of those things where, you know, um, it, it, it's going to be a very interesting summer. I talked to a, an NBA insider. 
about a couple weeks ago that said, man, it's going to be a lot of us that are going to be wrong about something this summer. Yeah, it's I don't I don't think I mean, we try our best, you know, you and all the other guys, they try, you guys try your best. But it's it's so hard to predict where these guys are going to go. But that leads me into my final uh, question that I want to bring up to you is I want you and I, I know you you don't want to make any predictions, but I want you to, like, give me the the best fit for each of the top five free agents. Okay, name names. Go ahead. Uh, I'll start with Kawhi. Staying in Toronto. Okay. Uh, how about Kevin Durant? Well, you know I'm on the line with that one. So what I'll say is that's a little bit more complex because of the way that Kevin Durant moves and thinks. While the Los Angeles Lakers are a team that I have vehemently reported about all season, um, it also depends on what the Lakers do. There is a chance, depending on what the Warriors do, he could stay. They do move to their new arena in San Francisco in the fall. Um, and they could try to contend, depending on what they do in the playoffs and the finals. Um, the New York Knicks is a viable option, but it's only a viable option based upon what, what else they do in the offseason. I'll share with you um, that Kevin Durant has a couple of advantages. I got a call in February from someone in the know uh, that basically uh, broke down uh, the 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 dynamics of the, the Knicks inside. Obviously, you saw DeAndre Jordan was traded to the New York Knicks. Kevin Durant and DeAndre Jordan have a relationship. Um, in addition to that, um, an assistant coach by the name of Royal Ivy uh, is an assistant coach with the Knicks. Royal Ivy is one of Kevin Durant's best friends. Kevin Durant will be in Royal Ivy's wedding this summer. Kevin Durant is also the godfather to Royal Ivy's child. Wow, that yeah, that's that that would make a lot of sense for him to for him to go to New York and that and without that being the case. Yeah, but you still got to have a product on the floor. Um, and, and so it depends on what the Knicks do. If the draft lottery is Tuesday, um, and it'll be interesting to see where they place. I think that the high, the st- st- statistics say the highest that the Knicks could get is five. But we all know if we counted on statistics, Hillary Clinton would be president and not Donald Trump. That is very true. That is very <laughs> true. Um, I, uh, the next one I'll go is uh, Jimmy Butler. I see Jimmy Depending on what Philadelphia does this summer, I can see Jimmy staying. Okay. Um, Kemba Walker. Um, I could see. I could see Kemba Walker going to the Utah Jazz or the Dallas Mavericks if he doesn't stay with the Charlotte Hornets. That that's very interesting. All right, and uh, the last one would be Kyrie. Scoop B Radio. I can see Kyrie Irving staying with the Boston Celtics um, with, for, for, to settle unfinished business, or I can see him signing with the Brooklyn Nets. And I've gotten okay. calls about that. I've had conversations with certain people, but um, Kyrie Irving, unless Kai says it, um, I don't buy it, but the, but the people who are share that information are in the know. The other thing is um, you're drastically seeing Kyrie Irving um, morph into what LeBron James was at the age that, Le- that Kyrie Irving is now. There's a reason I keep tweeting intellectual property. I can't divulge that right now. But what I can say is um, 
from a brand perspective, Kyrie Irving gets it more than people realize. And, and you're going to see a lot of things that Kyrie Irving is doing that's going to make a lot of sense in the coming years. But um, if I'm Kyrie, he's from West Orange, New Jersey, a stone's throw from Manhattan. He grew up watching the, the New Jersey Mets. Uh, a, a thing that is interesting, everybody brings up the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, and, you know, it's, it's difficult to play at home. Um, everybody wanting things from you all the time and, be, and you being accessible all the time. Boston would make sense to me in that regard. Um, but if he's looking to brand himself and go outside of that, you know, New York City um, and uh, either playing for the Knicks or the Nets makes sense. But being away from home on the Los Angeles side makes sense. You know, Kyrie Irving does like Los Angeles as a city. Uh, he's spent many summers there working out. Um, and, you know, I think that there's a knock that, 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 that Kyrie Irving gets, that he's selfish and he's, that more, he's more of a student of a game than, than, than people give him credit for. And he respects those that came before him. I remember having lunch with Kyrie one time and him talking about how much respect he had for Russell Westbrook and, you know, Jason Kidd. And in an interview with me with Jason Kidd, he talked about, you know, it was a pleasure to watch him play. So then, you know, you look at the situation in Los Angeles. Again, this interview was years ago. But when you look at the situation with Jason Kidd, you know, him coming in as an assistant coach, certain things of that puzzle make sense. Don't have intel on where he's going right now because the season is still young and he's healing from losing. But, you know, I think that the, the teams that are, are definitely to play uh, are the Boston Celtics, him returning. Uh, uh, the Nets are an option. And, and, you know, the Los Angeles Lakers, I think he'll at least he'll look at. Okay. All right. And uh, I'll, I'll get you out of here on this. Uh, make a prediction. Who do you think winds up with the number one overall pick in the draft lottery tomorrow? Um, it's a good question. I, um, you know, I would like to see Cleveland get it. Okay. All right. Um, I, but I'll tell you what. I would like to see Zion Williamson play for the Phoenix Suns. And I would like to see John Morant go number one because I think John Morant is going to be a problem in years to come. You look at guys like, um, you look at guys like um, Damian Lillard. You look at guys like C.J. McCollum. You look at guys like Kawhi Leonard, and you look and they're they all in the NBA, you know, playoffs in the conference finals right now. They all came from mid-major schools, and then you look at Giannis Antetokounmpo who played in Europe. And then you look at somebody like John Morant. I have a respect for guys who grinded out and busted their butts, and they weren't necessarily five-star athletes, but they weathered the storm. You look at the NCAA tournament, you saw similar things where got teams that you didn't expect to go far went far. And, um, you know, I, I'm, ex- I, I'm expecting to see big things from John Morant. You know, Zion Williamson, good college player, but does that necessarily mean that's going to translate into the NBA? We'll see. Yes, sir. Yes, we will. And uh, tomorrow we will find out where uh, each team is picking, and that's going to be interesting as hell. Scoop, Brandon, Scoop B. Robinson, thank you very much for uh, coming on with us and talking with us. And Gentlemen, thank oh, yeah. you. Oh, yeah. I, thanks for having me. I hope I wasn't too I wasn't too boring. I hope I was giving some insight. And, and uh, No, no. We, we took a lot of good information. I just like to listen and just listen and take it all in. If you want, you can uh, – um, um, uh, uh, yeah, blog yourself out or, um, or uh, yeah, add yourself out or whatever. I can't even think of the word right now. Plug. There you go. Plug yourself. There you go. <laughs> Plug talk. So you guys can, you guys can uh, definitely follow me on Twitter at Scoop B. That's S-C-O-O-P, letter B. Follow me on Twitter and 
or excuse me, on Instagram and Snapchat at Scoop underscore B. And make sure, most importantly, um, to subscribe to the Scoop B Radio podcast. We got 3.5 million streams last year, uh, available on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, or simply visit ScoopBRadio.com. We've had anybody from uh, the voice of Siri, Susan Bennett, to uh, Mark Cuban, DJ Khaled, Jamal Crawford, Charles Barkley, Kenny Jet-Smith, and many, many, many more. But, yeah, please please subscribe to Scoop B Radio. Uh, would love it. And uh, you guys keep doing your thing. I'm, I'm glad to see your growth, and I'm glad to see that you guys are doing what you're passionate about. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. You have a great day, okay? You too, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.